Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Directly Inspired Podcast. I'm Allie DiPaolo. Today, I have the pleasure of Justine Edwards 2.0. We are here to chat with you. So the 2.0 part, guys. Um, When you start a podcast, you learn a lot about technology. And sometimes that means that you have no sound on half of your interview. So Justine, thank you for troubleshooting my intro podcast (laughs) with me and jumping on with me again today. Um, We were laughing before the interview because we we were both like, hey, I wonder if our answers will be the same or our conversation will be the same. And, And I'm like, the great thing about conversations and the great thing about podcasts is you know, it, it, it doesn't even matter. We're just here to chat and uh, and laugh. And it is June in our world. So I'm going to intro with that. Justine and I met at a local fair in our community called Chicken Days. Yes, friends, if that does not say we live in a rural environment, then I don't know what does. But Chicken Days is upon us again this weekend. I feel like this is the perfect time to be doing this interview because I think we met at Chicken Days about four or five years ago. Uh, Justine is an incredible friend. She is also an incredible makeup artist uh, who is also with the company Saint. And I am just thrilled that you are here today. So welcome, my friend. Thank you. Wow. What what an intro. 2.0. (laughs) 2.0. So uh, we'll just start with tell tell us a little little bit about you. And, um, and yeah, just t- talk about yourself for a little bit. Sure. Sounds good. Yeah. So like you mentioned, um, I'm a makeup artist, so I mostly do bridal makeup, um, which means my summers, you know, spring and fall to even get very busy. Um, but a lot of other event makeup as well, right? Grads and socials, Christmas parties, all of that stuff. And I absolutely love it, but that's, you know, fancy special occasion type stuff. I also absolutely love teaching people how to apply makeup themselves, because if you, you know, have been to a wedding, or if you've gotten your makeup professionally done in the past, when you wipe it all off the next day, oftentimes you're like, I have no idea to, you know, to do what they just did. So I love teaching people how to do not only like simple everyday makeup, but you know, being able to fancy themselves up for events and that kind of like the, the, the formal stuff. So I absolutely love that. Um, and it can be really overwhelming, right? When you go into a Walmart yeah. or Sephora or a shopper's drug mart, wherever you are, There are so many options, um, great options out there, but there's so much. So I also love being able to teach people about a product that I use with, you know, my weddings and my clients as well that I really stand behind and I love. So like you mentioned, that that brand is uh, Saint. So I teach people how to use it. Um, I help them, you know, purchase it and figure out what is perfect for them. And I'm their, you know, makeup fairy godmothers. So I do that. I'm also busy working full time. I'm um, radio traffic. Hold on. I'm like, what's my title? <laughs> my title. You said you could edit, right? <laughs> this is real life. It's fantastic. <laughs> so I also work full time. I'm a radio traffic reporter, um, and I have three kids, three sons. You know, married. We love to camp and keep busy in the summer. So. Yeah, that's a little bit about me. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And and I mean, as a as a mom of boys as well, I can, you know, we, we talk about, I mean, a mom of 
any child at any age at this point. It is June. It is chaos. So once again, thank you for making time, even if it's just 20 minutes, because I know that 20 minutes is so precious right now. Um, and then all, all things will unleash at the end of June. So Unleash is a very good term for like the end of school. I mean, we get excited for the kids to be out of school and, you know, being able to have that free time, et cetera. But like life doesn't stop for parents and working and, and the craziness. Right. So, um, it's, it's a good thing and it can also be a bit more chaotic, but yes, looking forward to making some good memories with our kids this summer for sure. Yeah. That, I always come back to that. I'm like, it's going to be great. Um, it's going to be fine. It's fine. It's going to be fine. fine. <laughs> All right. August, I might be saying something different. Yeah, I feel I, I usually make it to the first week in August and I'm like, okay, yeah. you can have them back now. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. So, okay, let's get into the interview. I'm going to rapid fire a little bit at you today because I know both of us are a little bit short for time. But what is one piece of advice you um, give to somebody who's just starting out in the industry? I, oh, there's so many different things, but I, first thing that comes to mind is really like surrounding yourself with the right people, whether it's people, you know, within the same company or team, um, or it's people outside of it. And like, you are a perfect example of that for me, but finding people that you can kind of like lock arms with support each other, um, really in a non- competitive way you need to have people that you know you support each other you brainstorm um there's going to be hard days there's going to be amazing days so it's really nice to share those wins with other people and then also have someone that you can kind of lean on or um be able to kind of like talk to with about those hard days especially if you end up being you know a team leader you don't want to go down um to the people that you're mentoring and unload on them so having people that you know are kind of in the same boat as you and that can kind of really understand what you're going through I think that is um that's important so surrounding yourself with the right people with the right vibes um because that can affect things a lot right like mindset it's super important so um yeah yeah, positive people and people that you kind of align with is huge. Amazing. Yeah, I could not agree more. And I'm, I, you know, I'm so grateful to have found you as well, my friend. So it's, it's great to have, um, have our circle and have those people that we can chat with about the good stuff and the hard stuff. Yeah. Um, so what is one misconception that you want to clear up about our industry? I think, I think there has been a lot of change. There's been some positive change with the industry. Um, but one of the things we've heard a lot in the past is that it can actually cost you money to be in a direct sales business or to be in social selling that, you know, kits are super expensive. You're going to be forced to order, you know, stock and put in your own orders and you're end up, you're going to end up losing money instead of making money if you join one of these companies and that does not have to be or shouldn't be the case especially if you're finding yourself aligning with you know the right company the right people um whatever it, your interests are or where they lie um it's re it really doesn't have to be the case and while some people will do this more casually, part-time, full-time. There's something for everyone in that case, but you really shouldn't and don't need to be um, spending your own money. You can actually 
you know, line your pockets a little bit with this and really impact um, your family and your financial situation, especially if you, you know, you're doing it properly and that kind of thing. So when people think like, oh, if you sign up with a company like this, you're actually going to end up losing money. I think that is a big misconception. I love that answer. That is a podcast in itself. And it really does, um, you know, lend itself to that whole thing about investigating companies ahead of time and really finding out about them. Because I mean, obviously, there are companies out there that do have higher requirements or certain requirements or massive minimums. And it but but I feel like the industry as a whole has shifted away from that. And they're making brands more accessible to people on whatever capacity they want to be a part of the company. So yeah, thank you. That was that's a like, that is a really great one um, that we should talk more about. Yeah, um, definitely could dig dig deeper into that. In absolutely. Um, what has been the best part of being in this industry for you? That's tough because there, there's obviously many things, positive things that I have taken away and that I continue to take away. And so I'm kind of like jumping in my mind between a few different things right now. Of course, I want to, you know, say the people, it's an incredible thing. The, the financial gain, of course. Um, I feel though that we don't talk enough about the personal growth that we have when we are in this industry and we really like pour into it and, um, and, and do the self-development. I think it's huge. It can really, I mean, yes, new friends is fantastic. Having like a family away from family, you know, it's wonderful getting that extra paycheck. But, um, when you, start direct sales and you go into a business like this if you're really you know not only doing the trainings by your company but doing the extra work and doing the self-development and kind of taking it um seriously in that way you can really grow and learn about yourself um in a way that you might not have prior so that that's something that has been big for me and it's something that has kind of changed over time right like i i've been with saint for four years was with a, another company before that which i have amazing um you know i look fondly back on i have amazing memories etc and the way i did things the things that i learned about myself seven eight years ago is, is different than what i'm still kind of like unwrapping and developing now yes yeah and and would you say like the personal development piece is probably like the biggest thing that has surprised you along the way. It's, it's something that I, I didn't go into this thinking like, I'm going to join a company um, so that I can develop as as a person, you know, it's not something that you think of. um, But I know that without it, I've kind of, I feel like I'm, I, I'm missing something like before I joined direct sales, I needed something more, even though I I worked regular day job, you know, had some friends already, um, had two children at that point. My second was just a baby, but I definitely felt like I was needing something different and a little bit more. And I think that was it. Yeah. I I think that if your company is doing it well, that is one piece of our industry that I don't think you can find anywhere else that and I think I won't say our industry as a whole but I have seen like so many people develop personally whether they're challenging themselves or they're trying to either be healthier or achieve a goal I think our industry really sets you up for that if your company is doing it well so 
I agree. That was something that I definitely did not expect as part of this journey. And now it's really the path that I'm on, right. Is to talk about that. And that's what we're doing here today. So, um, what has been, uh, the biggest challenge for you that you face so far and how did you overcome it? Or is it something that you're still kind of working on? Um, there's probably a couple of different things that come to mind, like something, and I know I'm not alone with this, but something that I always kind of work on and struggle with is a balance of staying organized and, um, and managing my time wisely. I'm that person that will plan everything and I walk around, you know, I have my day planner always, but and at the same time, I'll look at my desk and it's just a disaster. So that kind of thing is like something I'm always kind of struggling with, or it seems to be either like perfectly clean or a disaster. There's never like this middle ground. Um, but something that I've kind of learned about myself, I know we've talked about like Enneagrams in the past and kind of like personalities and you know how we gravitate towards certain behaviors. I, my whole life, I've always been, um, you know, the mom of friend groups and, and I want to take care of people and I want to love on them and give myself to them and give time and all of those things. And I absolutely love doing it. And I, I have zero regrets with it. I have really learned to though, set up my own personal boundaries and, um, realize that it's okay to turn off your phone at a certain time in the evening. Um, <laughs> Right. And, and to like schedule talks instead of always making yourself available, um, those kind of things so that you can actually keep your cup full and continue to like help and serve other people to the full extent. Right. So that you're not running on empty. I used to run on E a lot oh. and, and I was not, I'm way too proud to admit it. And then what happens when you're running on E and you, and you don't admit it, then you completely crash. So, yeah. um, and then you go radio silent or that, you know, you take a pause in your business, you go off social media for a while. So anyways, I've, uh, I've learned to be better at that. I can, I still find myself wanting to yeah. not have those boundaries, but it's something I'm working on. <laughs> It, it's giving yourself permission to say it's okay that I'm not available 24 seven. And if, if I, if that means I lose a sale, which you never do really, because people understand that you're not available, um, that the world keeps on spinning. I yeah. also, you and I have spoken at length about that because it is also <laughs> a challenge that I have, uh, been working on. And now from taking a little, um, industry break, I will say for the last six months, I still find myself grabbing my phone all the time. And I'm not sure who's going to be messaging me because I don't have a company that I'm affiliated with at the moment. But it's funny how that just becomes a part of our DNA. Um, and just I, I started plugging my phone in, in in a different room at night, because I think I was on my phone, like, literally while I was supposed to be sleeping and I didn't even know it. Like it's, it's so crazy how, how we can do that. But yeah, I just, I think you and I have both definitely come a long way in that, in that area. So yes, cheers to yeah. us today. Um, all right. So um, are you, are you a goal setter and uh, why is that important? Big time. Um, it's so important to me and it's, it just fills my cup. It gives me direction. If I don't have a goal written down, I kind of feel like I'm going through autopilot a little bit, like cruise control where the things are getting done. I'm still helping people, that kind of thing, but I'm not necessarily pushing or growing. And I mean, we don't always have to be in growth periods, right? Like there's, there's different periods of your business and growth periods are, they're not sustainable to constantly be in. Um, 
However, it's still good to have those short-term, long-term goals, things, you know, in the horizon, even if it's not something you're pushing hard for at that moment. And um, I've definitely noticed a difference in not only like my business, but my mindset and everything compared to when I have a goal or multiple goals versus none. So I am a goal setter, but I, I have definitely found myself over time not having goals and then I'll, I'll see the difference. So, um, it's something I'm working on trying to make sure that I'm always kind of thinking there's a balance between thinking of the future and planning and having goals, but also enjoying the now, because something that I used to be really bad for as well was never being content with the position I was in and always looking for that next goal or next thing. Goals are great, but you also have to celebrate and be happy where you are as well. Because, you know, six months ago, it was a huge goal to get there. And once you get there, you don't want to look around and be like, okay, now what? So it's a balance goals. Yes, absolutely need to have them. But um, also realizing that you don't need to be meeting them necessarily every week and life-changing events don't have to happen monthly. Yes. Yeah. So how do you celebrate? So like we talk about celebrating, I'm a box checker. I kind of do that, made it next. And I don't take a lot of time to celebrate or I celebrate all week long, get my hair done, get my nails done. (laughs) But that is rare. That is rare. Um, Depends on if it's my birthday month, which it is this month, I will do those things. celebrate because you should celebrate but at the same time well how do you how do you celebrate small wins big wins do you have kind of a thing that you do or it just kind of depends I think I need to actually do that more um to celebrate celebrate those wins um something my husband and I kind of got into the habit of doing this only just because of the pandemic and everything you know, we were never able to go out on a lot of date nights anyway, because young children and a lot of our family kind of living farther away. But then over the pandemic, if there was like a date night that we wanted to have, for example, we started ordering in and putting on a movie and just doing that at home where we would never order in before. So now doing that or pulling out like our raclette and like, you know, cooking a meal or something together that we don't like typically do that that food is love for me. Like I, to me, that is like a great way to celebrate. It also depends on, are we, you know, talking like a a monthly goal or something you've been working towards for like a year or two. Right. Um, and then also if it's a goal or something that I've been trying to achieve with my company, often that carrot that's dangling at the end is maybe something that they are gifting. So if I'm receiving that, I kind of feel like that's, that's my celebration. celebration in itself, right? Like a product or something that you get, um, the swag, what, whatever. So yeah. that kind of depends. We are in a care chasing industry, no matter who yeah. you are, no matter which company you're with, um, there are carrots to be chased. And I think that attracts a certain, um, type of individual. We are definitely of those, the, <laughs> the, the rabbit family of the carrot chasers. And, uh, <laughs> and so I am with you. I am looking forward to having carrots to chase. Oh, once again, um, what, uh, it, where, where's your favorite place to travel? Hmm. Okay. I haven't traveled a ton, so it's not like I've been to, you know, 20, 30 company or 20, 30 countries. And I can, I can tell you, this was my favorite one. Um, fun fact, I've only actually, like, I only saw the ocean and got to touch the ocean for the first time last August when my husband and I went to Newfoundland for my friend's wedding. I was in the wedding party. I was also the makeup artist for the wedding. And so we got to go out there in August and it was the West coast of Newfoundland that was incredible life-changing 
amazing. Um, so I highly recommend, <laughs> but I've never done Mexico or anywhere like a tropical or anything like that. Um, I do find myself like missing the East coast though. I've always wanted to go to Nova Scotia. That's somewhere I'd like to go one day. Greece is top of my list. I family, um, that lived there. And so from childhood, I've always wanted to go to Greece, but we, we stay local a lot. We have, um, a camper, we go camping, um, a ton. We have a seasonal now, um, but we didn't used to, and we absolutely love camping. So even just kind of local Manitoba slots fills our cup. Magic. Yeah. And that's true. Like sometimes local is exactly where you want to be. And that's, that's awesome. And I also love the East coast. So I support that message. It is beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. Okay. Um, does pineapple belong on pizza? hundred percent best topping. I will die on that hill. Okay. All right. You know, and, and we're nine for 10 now because I did find a one or sorry, I found one person that is like, absolutely not. No way. But they, uh, I know. Yeah, I know there's so many people. I love, the, I love that. Question. It is the best. It is the best topping. Like if I had a one topping pizza other than cheese, I would probably choose pineapple. That is how, see you, I'm going to get you a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you a pineapple shirt. All right. Final question before we wrap up today, if money was no object, what would you be doing right now? no object whatsoever I'd probably be on a plane to, to Greece or something with my family <laughs> right and when you have a family of five pl plane tickets are expensive like they are not Dang in right. under under two years age where they're free anymore like my my children are almost six eight and ten and a half so um that would be really cool travel the world obviously with my entire family would be a dream mm -hmm. um so, you know something like that like extra experiences would be great but you know, we also, we, we love the experiences we have now too. We love the neighborhood that we live in. Um, I've been working towards a lot of goals for a long time in my life. And I'm really fortunate to have, you know, even if they're modest, right. Have attained some of those things like being able to camp and being in a, yeah. being in a neighborhood where there's other kids playing, you know, on the street and we feel safe and happy, those kind of things to me those are so so important um so yeah and I I love my job both of them my full-time job and then also my job with direct sales and so um I don't think I'd be you know quitting my jobs or anything I think I'd be really bored yeah <laughs> I'd be really bored if I had absolutely nothing to work on but yeah doing a lot more travel that would be incredible I love it. And attitude of gratitude, just like you love what you have. You are grateful for what you've had. You worked hard for what you have. And, and I think that says a lot. Um, it is a common, uh, it is a, not a common answer, but it is an answer that I find a lot of entrepreneurs like ourselves um, do find. Like we, we have figured out that this is, we are doing truly what we love. Um, yeah. And then being able to have the opportunity to show our families other places too. So yeah. thank you so much, my friend. This has been a blast. Justine Edwards 2.0 directly inspired podcast. Thank you again for joining us today and have a wonderful week. Take care guys.